Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week, we're going to talk about the perils and joys of quarantine shopping. (laughs) All right, let's hit that music. Alright everybody, welcome back. We are going to talk about something that's a little bit different because we noticed there's been a change in all of our shopping habits once COVID hit. There's obviously the quarantine shopping, which is probably mostly what we're going to focus on. But there's also just the shopping if you do dare go out. There's Mm -hmm. different shopping out there too. It's kind of funny and kind of comical. And if you look back at it like three years ago, you would think, what the fuck are they doing in 2020? (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. So I'll tell you the very first thing that um, we all remember this. We all remember the hoarders that went Mm. in and took all the toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Then, and then, by the way, that toilet paper thing was ridiculous. Um, Still is. Then we started to notice you couldn't get things at the grocery store. Now, we knew of some obvious ones, but any kind of shelf staple items like uh, beans, pasta, Um, just things that you always have in your house, all of a sudden you couldn't find anymore. Yeah. And that was, I mean, I get that because I live in Hurricaneville. Like Mm -hmm. I understand when the shelves go missing with those kind of things or bottled water, things like that. But I was finding like the weirdest stuff. And it's not even just like, oh, people bought all of this. They're just not making some things it feels Mm -hmm. like anymore. That's true. I mean, as the supply chain moves westward, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And they were shutting things down. You were not, they were not able to get key components, even packaging materials to put these things in. And we also have a lot of regulations that don't allow, especially food, to just get like thrown into new labeling all of a sudden. Right. So we uh, don't have that flexibility. And that's very evident. So we realize now that we have so much regulation that people starve while uh, crops go bad on a farm because we can't get them in the right proportion to the people. Right. I saw there were quite a few um, kind of local places around here. There's a place called like Brothers Produce or something here around Houston. And they just kind of changed their whole business model because most of what they did was provide fruits and vegetables to restaurants. Mm -hmm. But then all the restaurants closed. So it's like, okay, well, do we let all this shit go bad and everybody starves or what do we do? So they basically changed their model and they're like, okay, well, we'll sell you a box at home. Like just yep. here's a big ass box of produce. Good luck with that. And I was like, well, you know, somebody's got to be flexible. Yeah. And then was- like all the vodka distilleries that started making hand sanitizer. Cool. That's genius. Like um, I'm telling you, the bottles in the grocery store now, because you can now get hand sanitizer again after four months. Uh, they're they're vodka bottles. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. I know. And the hand sanitizer, because they're made at distilleries and they they generally don't have that gelatin in it, is like putting vodka on your hands because it's yeah. so liquidy. <laughs> Pretty I, much. Because I'm, you know, I have tons of hand sanitizer. I had before before COVID. I had tons of hand sanitizer. I can still refill my bottles mm-hmm. like six or seven times before I run out. So I'm good. Yeah, we bought some new stuff yesterday to keep yeah. in the car. Because, you know, getting the smaller bottles can sometimes be hard to find. But we found a whole bunch at the grocery store. But we're like, you know, turning all the bottles. Like, which one is more viscous? Because I want the one that feels like it's got at least a little bit of that gelatinous thing going on. So when I see them at the store now, I get excited because they have things they didn't have before, like 
Ooh, with lavender essential oils. Oh, that sounds interesting. And I pick up the bottle and it runs just like water does. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's just going to end up all over me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or inside of your purse. Yeah. So after the shelf staple items started to come back in, right? Then all of a sudden, all the men in America, this is, I hear it's men, not all men, I'm sure, um, <laughs> decided that without sports, they were going to make sourdough. What? Yes. Bread? Bread. And you could not find any flour, any kind of baking items at all. Well, I saw a lot of people, not not just men, but I mean, a lot of people were like, I'm making my own bread because I can't find what I need or whatever. And I was like, okay, you have fun with that. Um, like my friend Misty made bread and she said it was the best bread ever. And her kids were like eating it by the loaf. And I was like, well, that's cool. You found a new skill. But uh, yeah. I don't have I that mean, kind I, of patience. So late 80s, early 90s, like the bread makers were the mm-hmm. big thing. We and I one. loved I loved that uh, bread. However, it required a mix. The mix yep. ended up being more than a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, yeah, well, kind of lose that. It loses its appeal when you're spending $8 on a loaf of bread. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm sure homemade cheese tastes a hell of a lot better than processed cheese. But guess what? I don't have 45 hours to make fucking cheese when I just want cheese. So Yeah. Yeah. So we need to ask Stephen Izzy about this because I know people that make beer. I have quite a few <laughs> friends that do microbrewing or whatever. Yeah. And I used to know a few people. I uh, now I think Stephen Izzy homebrew, but I'm not positive. I think they do too. And so do uh, Michelle and Aaron. Yeah, so but I don't really know them Michelle. anymore because she moved away. She and did move has away. She, has she tried to contact me to say, hey, remember that one time I got drunk in your living room? <laughs> no, she has not. <laughs> but Aaron sends us misheard song lyrics all, yeah, all the, time. the time. You're right. You're right. So we but appreciate actually, that. Actually, I don't really remember Aaron that met. I met him at once at one of your parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I know him more from misheard song lyrics comments. Right. Exactly. I like that with a lot of couples, though. It's like I know yeah. one of them way better than the other. And sometimes yeah. one of them just might float into the background. So. Oh, the days of being able to record in person. Now we can't because we'll <laughs> give each other diseases. But back then, um, you know, we just would all just hunker down in my living room and drink. That was the best. It was so awesome. Yeah. Remember that time I got super drunk on rye and like coming out of my whiskey, yep. like pores. It's like. <sighs> and you literally had. Like maybe, a sip. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, it was like a tablespoon at the most. <laughs> no, those old fashions she made were a little bigger. So Okay. It was, fun. but we also had like eight drinks, eight different cocktails we were doing during those one things, sip so. of eight different cocktails. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but check I, out I our boozy drink, delicious so episode. It makes a big difference. So <laughs> you're like a uh, you're like a halfling in D anD. d You just get. I am. I don't have the. I don't have the uh, constitution to make that happen. So no con saves on one sip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fun stuff. All right. So I went through the period of, like, I never need flour, mm-hmm. but occasionally I need sugar because my hummingbirds needs freaking food. Couldn't mm-hmm. find sugar. I had to get a little, a little can of cornstarch to use in my soup to thicken it because mm-hmm. there was no flour to be found. And that lasted gelatin. about th- What? You could get the plain gelatin to help thicken it. Oh, I couldn't find anything. I could. Mm-hmm. I didn't look for gelatin though, so maybe I could have. Also, I don't shop in the stores by walking down the aisles. 
Mm-hmm. I shop online uh, and then yes. add them to my cart. And then when it's my time to come and I go and I drive my car mm-hmm. and lift up the trunk and they put all the stuff in my trunk and then I drive away. <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing that a lot. I've not done it since we've done coronavirus, which makes no sense because I used to do it all the time just because I have anxiety and I don't want to deal with the yeah. grocery store. If it's the week of Thanksgiving, week of Christmas, week of New Year's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. Never go into a store. Yeah, I always do it for Thanksgiving because I don't want to carry any of that shit and I don't want to fight anybody. The problem that I had, and this is why I haven't done that, is because I remember right when this started, my sister was trying to find toilet paper or whatever, and everybody was rushing to H-E-B or Kroger online and they were, you know, asking for all this stuff and getting all this stuff. And then they would go pick up their orders. I remember Sarah placed like a $80 order for something or other. And it ended up being like 15 bucks because almost everything on her list was not there. And it's like, well, that's not helpful. That's the same problem that I keep having as well. So with our quarantine shopping now, you know, I'm talking groceries here. Mm-hmm. But because it's Walmart pick up and click, you know, groceries, right? I, I've been adding, I put everything on there, you yeah. know, shampoo, sure. um, you know, laundry detergent, um, even stuff that you don't get at grocery stores. I think I put like some wood stain on there the other day <laughs> and um, a potting soil and mm-hmm. weird shit because it's like, yeah, they have it. I'll just throw if it on can, there. If you can, why not? It's yeah. curbside. And, and I don't have to get it. And like, I can, re- you know, tell them don't substitute this or I yep. can reject it right there, which yep. I never, you know, I never do. I've but, done yeah, a couple I, of times when they try to swap out like a TV dinner because that shit makes a difference. It does. You can't you know give they, me that goddamn Nighthawk TV dinner and expect it to be the same as my Stouffer's. Okay. So speaking of this, so so this is my change for quarantine is it's always click and ship, right? Or click and pick up or whatever they call mm-hmm. it. Um, is I always have stuff on my list if they let me check it out. Sometimes they don't let me. That as soon as I'm able to get it in the exact amount that I would, that I do, I'll stop asking for it. But I keep Mm -hmm. asking for the same things over and over again. And, you know, we have an aluminum can shortage. So I keep asking for a 24 pack of Coke zero and Mm. I keep getting um, bottles Mm. or, you know what I mean? Not bought, not glass bottles. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, but it's not the same. And so I keep adding it on (laughs) and one day I'll get them. And I'll be very, very happy. But Clausen pickles, they keep running out of. I won't let them substitute it. But yeah, I've I, noticed that we can't find, we find Dr. Pepper cans constantly, but no mm-hmm. Mr. Pibb right now. Yep. Like just very strange, the things that are out of. One of the things that I have been, this is the weird thing. We went on multiple pilgrimages to multiple stores to try to find this particular item. Because sometimes when you get the snackies, you have to have your snack stuff, right? And you've got to have the right snack stuff. So sometimes I get a little old school and I like to get a can of the Kraft Easy Cheese. You know, the spray cheese mm-hmm. stuff that goes on a cracker. Yep. I could not find the the, the flavor that I like anywhere. They have flavors? Like, yeah, it was like just the American cheese version. Not the cheddar one. The blue club American cheese. Could not find it. Went to multiple stores, not even just in our area. When we were up at Paul's mother's house, like 300 miles away, couldn't find anywhere. So I was like, these fuckers just aren't making this. So yeah, I ran into that with um, Frito's bean dip. Mm, And I I thought, well, I can take a generic. They Mm -hmm. didn't have generics either. Yeah. You know, anyway. Bean dip so, is probably okay, but the cheese thing is pretty different when you go well, from a different... I, I wasn't yeah. happy with, you know, I don't like the generic bean dip, mm-hmm. I mean, but 
Worst case scenario, if you don't have it in a seven-layer dip, you might as well just eat trash. <laughs> it's just eating salad at that point. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of that, um, red beans, it took me months and months to find. But Yeah, all the box mixes, jambalaya, all that kind of stuff that you just want to keep on the shelf, couldn't find. Beans and rice, couldn't find. For a so, very long time. And unfortunately, we keep a lot of that stuff anyway, because again, we live in Hurricaneville. And so you just tend to stock up on certain things when you have a chance or you buy them all for a hurricane and then never eat them because the hurricane didn't come or it came, but meh, you know. it came. But you like you really were like, yeah, it's 105 degrees out here. Do I really want some Chef Boyardee? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you're like, OK, well, my my microwave doesn't work, but I've got a gas stove. So I can cook whatever the fuck I want. Now I got to cook all this shit that's in my fridge. So, yeah. But um, so there are some benefits with that click and ship thing, though, or mm-hmm. click and pick or whatever, um, is that they try and kiss your ass and mm-hmm. in, in the best way possible. So if they can't get you your little, you know, eight pack of something, they'll get you like a family pack of like 12. Yeah. At the same price. Yeah. Or the eight pack. Which I've done is, that. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And one time, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm always on a diet, right? And so I tried to get the little, um, those little Ben and Jerry little half cup mm-hmm. cups. You know, they're just tasty. Yeah. Uh, that way, I don't eat a whole pint. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered two of them: one for my husband, one for me. And mm-hmm. they replaced them with two full size Ben and Jerry pints. And I was like, <laughs> "That is awesome because You're they like, cost a dollar." Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck you, because I'm trying to be good. But I know you. I was yeah. trying to be good, but no, mm-hmm. I ate it. You know, like oh yeah, that, I, yeah. Uh, that's why I, I got the small ones is for self control. I clearly have none. <laughs> I tell you, that's that is something I'm sure everyone is going through with the quarantine is that we don't have a lot to do, or we're just at home, and sometimes you just need something to do rather than stare at your partner wishing they were anyone else. Um, <laughs> But you, you can just, yeah, I just, I've been eating like crazy. Like we went on a diet for a while and it was fine. I gotten sick for a while. And I, so I lost a bunch of weight. I on the scale the other day. I was like, how did I gain 14 pounds in like the last two weeks? Like what is happening? And I'll tell you what's happening is ice cream is happening. I have had more ice cream in the last month and a half than I probably have in the last three to five years. Just it's weird. That insane. Like, and that's it. That is saying I don't eat ice cream a lot. However, right now, I'm eating a ton of ice cream. And I'm not getting the cheap Bluebell ice cream. No, I'm now eating gelato because I'm fucking fancy. (laughs) $2 more a bite, but it's delicious. Yeah, Yeah. I know. And and whole cheesecakes, like Golden Girl style. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, they store nice. They're they're good. Anyway. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sorry. Like they get to be stored. Clearly, desserts are an issue for me. Mm. That's the quarantine groceries, how I quarantine grocery shop. However, I have ventured out to certain stores, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the Costco. <laughs> we went to the Costco. I, I went there twice since the quarantine. It mm-hmm. took me about three months before I would go because right. I wanted to wait for all the crazy people to leave. It helps. And, yeah, and they seem to have been gone, um, although nobody understands how big six foot is. Like, no. in general, it's a little bit longer than this cart, so get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Anyway, 
So and that's behind me. Like, get yeah. the fuck by- That's the thing that drove me crazy. I had to go to the tax assessor's office to get a uh, registration and a title change for a car that I got this summer. And I was like, I don't want to do this, but I had to do it because you don't have any choice. And the line was literally out the door to the curb so long. And it's like, okay, everybody, most everybody in this line was paying six feet apart, which was really cool. The ladies in front of me and everybody has their masks on like you should, except the two ladies in front of me who are wearing theirs on their chin, mouth and nose completely exposed. And the bitch behind me who was about two feet off my ass. And I'm like, back up. (laughs) It's not six feet in front of my face. I need like one of those big racist antebellum gowns. You know, the one with the big giant Mm -hmm. hoop skirt in it. Yeah. I need one of those just to keep people away. The dress itself is racist. I just think Mm -hmm. the idea. Well, the the, antebellum come from a very horrible period of time. So I know. But so do togas, right? But you don't call them like racist togas. (laughs) But you are now, right? (laughs) I am, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Yeah, just like those old-fashioned racist tokas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The big hoop skirt. I need a big six-foot-wide hoop skirt. Just keep people away. Yeah, I know. Like, there was that bar that talked about, um, uh, they put, like, these big inner tube, like, bar, your own personal bar top inner Mm -hmm. tube style that you could walk through. And I thought... I think that every bar should always have that, and I would like them now. Um, maybe they'll finally make walkways wide enough yeah. at that point. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that way about a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of stuff about this, you know, social distancing and the stay at home and all the stuff that I don't like and that worry me and people going back to school terrifies me. Um, like, it's just insane that this is already a thing. But there's a lot of things here that I don't mind. I don't mind people staying away from me at the grocery store. I don't mind people having their faces covered so you don't get sick all the time. Or have you ever wandered past right after somebody sneezes and it's like you just get hit with a weird booger germ that's hanging in the air? I don't miss that (laughs) um, at all. I don't mind uh, not being told to smile. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry, older generation. Stop telling people to smile. It's mm-hmm. fucking weird, rude, and inconsiderate of their own personal, uh, yeah. how are they're feeling. I don't know you, stranger danger. I'm not smiling for you. It's not, mm-hmm. not candid camera. Back off. Yeah, I know. Like, back in the day when I used to go to convenience stores, this is when it happened most of the time, is that at the convenience store, I'd be buying cigarettes and they would tell me to smile or some shit yeah. like that. And then, or they would tell me to stop smoking. It was like one or yeah. the other. Yeah, I get but both it, of those. Yeah, but generally it would be something that is completely unsolicited and mm-hmm. they think they're being helpful. Like, yeah. you, you think that this is the first time I heard that smoking's bad for my health? Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> I like when it's ex-smokers that do this and they're like, oh, oh, oh my God, it is so nasty. And I used to smoke for like 45 years, five packs a day. And um, I'm so much healthier now that I don't. And um, you should really stop. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. You were not this pious when you were smoking five packs a day, Ginger. Like, whatever. I know. So so I'm a former smoker. I don't do that, theoretically. I am off and on a former smoker. And I've never done that. (laughs) People come up to me. They're like, you know, that's really, you know, that's really bad for you. I'm like, thank you. I had never heard that before. Nobody Straight mentioned dead it. face. But this like, guy what drove is it? Up. The 1930s, I've been in this like uh, coma and then I wake <laughs> up and then I'm smoking and somebody's like, hey, that shit's bad for you. I'm like, what? My doctor smokes. 
which I had no idea. I had this guy pull up one time. I was smoking on a curb uh, outside a doctor's office, like far away from people, not close, like in the area that's designated for that. This guy like pulls up in his car and I was like, oh, here we go. And he rolls on the window. He's like, you know, that's really bad for you. I was like, uh-huh. Thanks. And he's like, cool. Do you have a light? And I was just about died laughing because I was like, okay, that is funny. So yeah, that is funny. That's a thing I don't mind. And I don't mind the let's stop crowding everybody uh, in at restaurants. So mm-hmm. Cheesecake Factory is the worst at this. Okay, so first of all, their food is very, very bad for you. Like mm-hmm. somehow their cal- their salads have like 3000 calories in it. Like this mm-hmm. is a salad. Anyway, um, those like, are the best, though. I know <laughs> they're, they're, they're good. <laughs> um, they're better than their hamburgers. Um, mm. But um, like, I've never actually been able to like, get in or out of the booth without swiping my ass across some other pa- some other person because yep. they and you're sitting on the same bench as them and you could like hold hands yeah. like you're so close to each other <laughs> yeah pretty much the only place we've been we've been going out to eat a couple of places with our masks on and doing the thing but it's always places that we know are doing their best to kind of keep people distant and like we have this one Mexican restaurant over by us and inside because it's got a huge patio outside and they used to have things like cornhole and whatever else going on out there, darts, God knows what. And so a lot of people choose to sit out there. So even during normal times, the inside of the restaurant was never it's a huge space, one, but it was never super packed. Now they have gone and like spread these tables out only in this one area. And it's like, it's got to be a good 20 feet between tables. I mean, it's big. So I don't mind going there because I feel that the the likelihood of transmission at that point is is pretty low or it's about as low as I can get. I'm definitely getting much closer to people at the grocery store just because the the freaking aisles are only so wide. And these, have you noticed that they've started putting these up and down arrows at the grocery store? I get so confused because I'm like, oh, shit, I was supposed to be walking down the other way. <laughs> well, I, like the first time I noticed them, I had already been shopping for like 45 minutes because they don't really they're not really something you look at like this. You know, there's an arrow on the floor or there's a little sign on the end cap. I'm not looking at those things. I'm usually looking at my list or I'm wandering around looking for what I'm looking for. And so then you get somebody who's like, you're going the wrong way. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want bread. <laughs> Go well, away. I mean, as yeah, I didn't even think about it. It was like I was at Starbucks and I picked up my food and then I walked past, you know, just to leave. And apparently mm-hmm. I was supposed to walk down the taped off aisle Go with little the other arrows. Way. And I was like, I'm sorry. I did not realize it. I'm what like, I, I'm already halfway down. Just get out I of know, my way. I know at this point, what you want me to do, kill myself or you want me to walk <laughs> back and walk back the other way? I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much. I'm trying my heart. I just want to wear a shirt that says, at least I'm trying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. I I drive better than I walk. I don't mm. know. Like I look at their signs on the road when I drive, but not Mostly. when I'm walking. <laughs> right. But if you put a new sign up, it may take me a couple times to pass it before I truly notice it. So so yeah. So I'm gonna have to figure out how to look down while I'm walking, as well as looking down while I'm driving. I just try to move as, as fast as humanly possible without looking like I'm a runner of some sort. So <laughs> so okay. Let's take a break because I want to come back and I want to talk about the ultimate quarantine shopping. All right. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the, the Grief Radio Podcast. Podcast. Why don't I want to play any of these games? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> comedy, gaming, and movies. I was going to say two kids in a trench coat, but it's going to be two men in a moth suit. <laughs> All I've got is the image of you putting a net over him. Jordan! Jordan, bigger net! Bigger net! Dr. <laughs> Salvador? No, the bag- guy in the bag on his head. If I tell you a name, just agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> could have been like, man with bag on his head, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Yeah. I'm back. My beard's gone. Look how short his face is. Fucking stop it. Tiny face! <laughs> It looks like if a tumour had legs. Yeah, it does. Real gross and big hands. Yeah. Do you reckon you could kill it? I reckon I could. Not you personally. But well, yeah, you said you think I could kill it. Why fucking laugh? Help me. <laughs> me tip. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you can't say tip. I bashed me tip. <laughs> Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, <laughs> no, no, I'd that was, that was bur- <laughs> I'm Midnight Agent Raw. And I'm Okami. We are the Super Media Bros Podcast. Each week, we give a comedically informative take on movies, music, television, video games, and much more. Put your shades on and listen to all episodes on SuperMediaBrosPodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, shades on. We're off. So you want to come back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. You know, when we go on break and then come back, um, we've probably been talking for like 30 minutes. (laughs) It's a possibility. It's a strong, strong possibility. First, we have to listen to the promos because very important. And then we chat. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, what were we talking about? Oh, we're recording a podcast. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I forgot about that. Let's do Let's finish. So it's not a history of the lettuce industry or (laughs) how to write a book 101. So So, uh, (laughs) which might be a little glance into what we might have been talking about. Maybe. (laughs) So I wanted to talk about um, the ultimate quarantine shopping. And that is online shopping. Mm -hmm. I've always been an online shopper. Yep. And it's it's been a little bigger now is the only way I can say it. Yeah. Uh, I I would love to be online shopping. It would make my heart feel so much better. But I'm also in that weird quarantine panic mode about yeah. money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, my husband still has his job. That's good. But we yeah. never know. So it, I've been very standoffish about it. Not that it doesn't, you know, keep us from spending money on stupid shit. Like, truckloads of lettuce or ice cream or dinners out that we shouldn't be eating out but you know yeah so i i've been online shopping now necessarily i have been putting limits on myself and because i'm i'm a little like you i'm not certain right right and because i'm not certain it doesn't make me feel comforting comforted to buy things however no, it's anxiety yeah yep. it's but i'm finding that what I'm being driven towards is not like clothes and things like that. Although I have bought a little bit of that, but but mm-hmm. mostly it's like things for the house because I'm going to be here all right. the time. I like bought Tupperwares because this way I can stack them easier in my pantry. Sure, you know you can meal prep if you want to. I mean, well, you're I'm probably not, gonna, not going no, to, but you could. There's no need to meal prep if I have a whole goddamn refrigerator a foot away from me <laughs> at any given time. Um, I'm good. It's yeah. you know, like meal prepping is great when you actually have to go somewhere and eat. Like I, I, although I've worked from home for a lot of years now, and I still find it to be very, very helpful because I will stand in front of the fridge or the pantry forever, just going, uh, because you don't want to like cook a meal for lunch. Like that seems 
excessive. It's too much yeah. time. So sometimes it's it's nice to have grab and go things. And sometimes I'll just make like a stack of sandwiches and have them in little baggies in the fridge. And that way, if Paul wants one for work, he can grab one. If I want one, if my dad grabs a sandwich, you know, somebody can grab one. It's fine. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, I have all the accoutrements meal prep if I were so inclined. One thing that I have been agonizing over all summer. Okay. Men never understand this, but ladies, you guys will get me. I am down to my last bra. And so I went to the store and of course, nobody's doing fitting rooms or bra sizing right now. Mm-hmm. They're they're not letting you in to try things on. I'm like, you can't just, every bra fits different. You can't. So that's my biggest issue. It's like, I cannot find the right size bra and I have no idea. And now I'm getting like anxiety over thinking about trying to buy a bra. It's just, it's like, I'm just, that's all I need. Now, like, by the way, you can tell something is written by a man when they talk about the importance of matching bras and underwear. Because, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So generally, and I would say this is true for almost every woman, we match our underwear to our pants so that you don't see yes. through them. That's I, it. I can't wear black underwear under yeah. tan pants. It's yeah. not okay. That's, it's trashy. That's it. That is our matchy matchy. You know, we match our (laughs) pants. That's the thing, because if my top is, if my pants are light and my top is black, I can't have a white bra and a black pair of underwear. It doesn't work Mm -hmm. that way. And I can't have matchy because it doesn't work. You do. You match it to what it's under because that's the important part. Yeah. It's uh, a, and so that's why bras and underwear are completely different. Like all of my bras are nude, you know, like the, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever they call it. Mine are Uh, nude or black or that blush pink, which is basically the same as white girl nude yeah exactly and um so it's like it so it doesn't have like a difference if you looked at yourself from afar so therefore if you have a white shirt on you can't see through it you can't right because it looks like your skin tone yeah that's it so Mm -hmm. i match my skin tone on the top i match my pants on the bottom fancy as shit right Mm -hmm. anyway i mean (laughs) it's not lingerie it's what i wear underneath my clothes (laughs) right it's to keep the clothes from rubbing in places and it's uncomfortable it's to prevent chub rub (laughs) 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 <laughs> anyway we, t- we lost the men a while ago it's yeah okay. i know we're talking we you know what we went on to an underwear rant some years ago and oh then, with our unders yeah yeah and then we got uh, but Flapper we got a unders. lot of tweets from men after that we like, actually really did they were yeah into the weird underwear talk yeah because we don't talk about sexy underwear no <laughs> we're no. talking about like the kind where the elastic is kind of yeah hanging like flapper fringe yeah. yes that was, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, if you want to hear sexy talk, there's other podcasts out there for it. This is real talk. <laughs> we're quarantined. We haven't seen lingerie in years. Or yeah, months, it's, you know, we're at the also very married, least. so. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I think I have one pair of fancy underwear. By the way, they don't match a dra- uh, bra. No, I don't they? match my bras to mine. Who can afford that? I, I remember doing that, and I did it when I was dating. Like, when you, somebody might see them and judge you for it. Beyond that? don't care. Other women don't care what your underwomen look like. Your husbands don't care what your underwear looks like because naked is always let's, better than lingerie. Let's so, ask our single Twitter, Twitter male friends, okay? Would you be as, would you be turned off if you saw a nude bra top and black underwear? Or like, would it make any difference if that's what was being worn versus a matching bra and panties? My guess is going to be, and this is this is just my hypothesis, I will pose this, that most men 
will just be happy that they are getting to see anything because it probably means they're getting something. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't like, think they I, even care what the underwear I don't think looks that, like. You know, I mean, it's like, honestly, if they start critiquing your undergarments, they might I'm not out. be into yeah. women, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just make That's sure that they're the, my, not trying to like prove something to themselves, you know. <laughs> that, mm, as someone who's been there, I can, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we went off off the rails, but you know, okay. So let me tell you about my Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, I get out onto the couch, and then I bring my dog, and she sits next to me, and we watch QVC. <laughs> Sure. Like, you know, 80-year-old women. It's awesome. Of course, mm-hmm. my dog is an 80-year-old woman. She so is. So it's yeah. okay. So is mine. Yeah. 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 So, so it kind of works out. And she tells me things to buy. You know, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you know, get that dog bed. Stuff like that. Yeah. No. Um, Lucy's been I, like, my hair is falling out of my butt. I really need a new sweater. Like, <laughs> poor baby. She's getting old. Yeah. In, uh, uh, Gertrude's molting like that, too. Yeah. Anyway. But, so... We watch our um, we watch our QVC and I buy some weird shit, but I buy mm-hmm. some great shit too. So I stopped myself after buying one thing, but I got these face masks, a pack of three face masks mm-hmm. that are amazing. The outside of them is kind of water repellent. The mm-hmm. the three layers inside are like the perfect things that you wash them and then just hang them to dry. They came with a little mesh bag to wash them. Best thing. So I had cotton ones, you know, I have the cotton ones, but I don't feel that they're doing anything for the moisture barrier you know Mm -hmm. does that make sense like they say three three layers of of cotton supposed to be fine but i feel better with something to i just wear the surgical mask it's easier yeah i have a i have a box of those actually and i found them during quarantine cleaning the house and i was Mm -hmm. like what the hell do i have these for? why did you have those that's and i remember that it's you know when i go when i would go and do yard work because i have such bad allergies i would Mm. go and you know um and I've said, I forgot I had these. And I had some um, uh, gloves, too. And those are I for when I applied. lived in a condo for the last 20 years. What are you doing doing yard work? Oh, it was my patio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a lot of pollen out there. Um, uh, and then, um, you know, and then I had gloves. And the gloves were to apply uh, tanning lotion. <laughs> wow. So I had the surgical gloves and the surgical masks and I had everything that you needed. Of course I had the hand sanitizer. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you know what? Before the, before this, this was a value of about $3 and 12 cents. Now we're sitting at like 30 grand. Now worth it's of, gold. Products. Yeah. yeah. Let's say, you know what? Prior to this, if someone, let's just say some sort of forensic anthropologist comes wandering through your home after you're gone and your things are still laying around, they are going to look at these masks and gloves and wonder where is your how to successfully murder somebody guide is hanging <laughs> out the, or what podcast are you listening to that tells you how to get away with murder? Because a lot of these things are like weirdly murdery. Like prior to March, I would never dream of trying to walk into a convenience store with my face covered for fear that I would get shot with somebody thinking I was trying to rob the place. Yeah. Which is probably an irrational fear because I'm a tiny white lady, but still. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, but I completely understand. Yeah, this putting a mask over the face is, I'm telling you, I've got like this winter soldier look if I'm wearing a lot of eye makeup. <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's like, you know what, though? I could get behind this mask. We need to start posting some mask 
Mm-hmm. Just some mask photos with like full eyes or big smoky eyes. Yeah, I like that. The Winter Soldier look. Yeah. Oh, very exciting. But I also but- just ordered, and they haven't come in yet, but I'm so excited. I just ordered four face masks off of our site as well. And it's like two of them are ours and two of them are just other artist stuff. Like I think I got the one with the Morton Salt girl that says, don't be a salty bitch. I'm excited mm. about that one. I'm super excited to wear all these bitch masks. One says eat dirt and die trash from Golden Girls. I'm okay. really excited to wear that one to Karen Land. It'd be awesome. When I go <laughs> Where to the is that? Store. H-E-B? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> the grocery store. It's yeah, Karen okay. Land. So. Okay. Actually, H-E-B is a very nice grocery store. Um, yeah. H-E-B I-, I don't have problems with. It's always Kroger. It's always Kroger. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I significantly downgraded with my Walmart grocery, but it's not a bad Walmart. But- we have the one of the Walmart neighborhood markets, so it's just the grocery store. It's not the full Walmart. I shop there all the time, and that store always has one grumpy old man in it without a mask, even though there's like 27 signs that say masks must be worn due to state, blah, blah, blah. He's like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, yeah. He'll just rather get a fine or whatever. Because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to be a member of society. In fact, he wants to make it terrible. Anyway, yeah. it already is bad. So who the fuck cares, I guess. I guess. Um, it's like at this point, is it a lost cause? It's a lost cause. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what I feel about everybody rushing to go back to school so fast. I'm like, is it really going to make a difference if our kids are kind of dumb for a year? I don't yeah, think you so. Know what? I was just assuming that like, yeah, three months of the kids being dumb. Yeah, it's about right. You know what? Well, Six but- months. I'm okay, too. <laughs> Here's the deal. We make up this this weird precedent that all children must be ready to be out on their own and doing grown-up adulting things by the time they're 18 years old. Why? Like, I mean, yes, that's that's good in, in theory and in practice, but most 18-year-olds are still pretty dumb and make a lot of really bad decisions, as my book will prove that I did, because I'm a moron. We all are at that age. So, does it matter if you're 18 versus, say, 19? If we just take a year and do homeschooling. I get it. Parents that have to work and don't have anyone to watch your kids. I get it. I get the frustration. But we have not stopped getting COVID cases. We're not even close to being on a downward trend. You know, if you close the school when there's 12 cases, why would you reopen it when there's 160,000? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, But I'm not well, a parent and I don't have to make that decision. However, I do have to make a decision because my sister has kids. And they're going to be going to school. If they're going to school, can I be around them? Mm-hmm. Because I'm at higher risk. My family's at higher risk. Like It's just, I don't know. It's too many questions. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary. So it makes me want to buy shit. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, okay. So let me tell you. So I've bitched about the supply chain right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes so long to get anything, even if it's made domestically. So the first thing is, um, on Facebook, I've noticed that there'll be these mesmerizing ads of something that will save your life. And you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I have to have that. And I even ordered something that said it was located in the United States Mm -hmm. and I ordered it. And then six, you know, I got a tracking number and Oh, this was, this was actually a thermometer. Okay. It said Mm -hmm. it was in the United States. I ordered it. I got a tracking number. Yeah. It's in China. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, um, that's not the United States. That's false mm-hmm. advertising. And they're like, yeah, well, we sold out of all of the stuff that was in sure, America. So sure, you did. And I was like, then you can't say that it's in America. 
So um, that was, I mean, that's been buying a lot of stuff that's coming from China and it'll show up like four months late, five months late. And then it's absolute garbage. And this is not to talk trash about Chinese people at all or your lovely country. What I am talking about is your crappy mercantile people that are just putting shit out there. I know oh, yeah, my, they're putting- my sister-in-law tried to get one of those. Have you seen those? And um, they look like they're hand crocheted, these big ass blankets with the mm-hmm. big, because it's yeah. like you use your arms instead yeah, of crochet yeah. needles. They're chunky. She yeah, ordered chunk- one of those and it was supposed to be like comforter size, right? It shows up. It's the size of a doormat. It's like, it's like a dinner I know. plate. And what is so, happening? So this is, you know, they just don't have the same, you know, requirements for, mm-hmm. um, as, in fact, I in f- I haven't received it yet, but I realized the other day that not quite the other day. Um, I realized that I bought knockoff of something mm. um, because I thought I was buying a certain brand name item because it was in the video that right. they were selling, and um, and then I saw the uh, receipt, and then I went to the website, and I'm like, oh. Um, so they they cropped out the brand name of the item on everything here on the website, and then uh-huh. I went to like the valid site, and yeah, they copied all of the videos, and um, and the item that I bought was like three times as much. So mm. we'll see um, how that turns out. That will be a future episode if it ever. You need comes to take up. pictures and uh, do some reviews on our site about these shitty products that you're receiving. Yes, so that would. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I also ordered one of those bidets. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. So, because I thought, oh, this is easy. And so then um, about three days after I ordered it, I got a tracking number. It said it was in Inglewood, which is nearby. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay. So 15 days later, still in Inglewood. It's thought, in Inglewood, Indonesia. That's why. No, it was California. And so then <laughs> um, so then I read the thing and it said, oh, it's waiting for the shipping partner to actually drop it off at the site there. How and, are they even connect, like making these labels yeah. if they don't have the item? That's ridiculous. So I bought it with PayPal because PayPal has some protections. So right. I complained to PayPal um, and I didn't complain to them for another 30 days. So I wasn't being too caring about it, right? Right. Um, I said, uh, yeah, they said that this shipped... The tracking number has not moved, and it said that, that this item uh, is hasn't been there yet. Mm-hmm. And they replied with, well, the seller has responded with, here is your tracking number. And I was like, and I responded with, this tracking number is a piece of shit because it will not, uh, it only says this, and it says that they haven't received the item yet. And they're like, you are correct. Here's $50. They, that was how much it cost. And... uh and so I got my $50 and I'm like, yay. Then about a month later, I got an email from the company and said, we are very sorry. We just found out that everybody's shipment is delayed. Here's $50 credit for my store. Nice. <laughs> so I go to their store. It is the trashiest stuff that is exactly like the knockoffs mm. where they take the videos and they even blur out like what they <laughs> are, are, right. are, not, are, are stealing, you know, and the whole thing was just crap. And I was like, I don't know. Anyway, so then another month and a half later, I got a fucking bidet. Okay. Mm. I got my money back. I didn't spend the $50 at the store, though. I was like, no, thank you. Right. Um, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the tracking number still says it's in Inglewood or waiting to be picked up in Inglewood. So I'm like, I got a bidet. It's still I there, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it does have awesome puns all over it. Um, but So I haven't installed it or anything, but I thought... Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what to do with this now. <laughs> yeah, my mom gave my sister one for Christmas 
completely out of the blue for no reason. My mom Mm -hmm. gave my sister a bidet attachment for Christmas. And she's just looking at this thing like, you realize I've got toddlers, right? Like, this is going to become a drinking fountain, and that's not okay. (laughs) It's disgusting, so. Yeah, I would like to hear from people who did, because I know a lot of people who ran out and ordered these bidet attachments or whatever for their uh, for their toilet. So I am curious, uh, now that you got toilet paper again, are you still bideting it up? Did you ever actually install it or do we all buy it and stick it in a closet like my sister? Yeah, I wanted one long before the shortage. But I'm really concerned about this um, half-assed, pun intended, (laughs) bidet and installing it. Like, what is it going to do? Like, is it going to, like, I'm just very concerned. So I decided that I'm just going to set it aside and think about it. Also, the thing is, it sounds like a really good idea, in theory, to have this bidet that you can just attach and it runs through the water line and whatever. But I think what is different between this and, say, a European or an Asian bidet that people are used to using this kind of thing, those have got um, a hot water line or something that is, Mm -hmm. in fact, warm, and not shooting the world's coldest water straight up your butt uh, every time you go to the bathroom. I thought it would wake me up. I I thought it would be like a little perk. I don't know. I know how weird and uncomfortable it is when sometimes you get a weird splashback when, you know, if you flush too (laughs) soon, that I think that that would just be uh, feeling a little more violation than uh, refreshing, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm just curious. So if you went out and bought a bidet, please contact us on Twitter or Instagram or uh, contact us at nerdybitches.com because I would like to hear your coronavirus bidet story. Well, I have heard a lot of people very happy with their bidets before this. So I was considering Mm -hmm. it either way. Oh, I know a ton of people that do it. A lot of people who, again, are not from this country. This is standard and normal, but most of them I've read talking to their American counterparts here have said, you have to get like the other water line installed or like, that's the best way to do it. Or my whole family does it this way. And again, it's just not something culturally that we have done here. Uh, So it's, it's always an oddity and it's weird, but apparently this is, it's, it's weird for people around the world to, uh, to, they don't understand why we use toilet paper the way we do. So, yeah. Well, I, I feel that we use way, way, way too much toilet Mm -hmm. paper and it's really bad for the environment because I do not like the cheap toilet paper. I like the fluffy, but sturdy toilet Mm -hmm. paper. So I'm very particular. So it's either Quilted Northern or Kirkland Signature. And I swear to God, Kirkland Signature is Quilted Northern, but in circular pattern instead of stripes. Yeah, the Um, H-E-B Select brand is better than most of the other ones. And like we even cut back from using Charmin, which we were using for years, because the H-E-B one is just as soft, but leaves less lint on our butts. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I see. I like the. I like them a little sturdy, but soft. That's yeah. And I've I've realized that I have learned to way way you know cut down on the amount using. Like when you're when you're concerned that you might run out, you learn how to ration a little bit. And it's like yeah. I still I still totally clean and get the things that I need done, but I'm using way less. So yeah. Oh well. But uh, so the, what I'm finding is that I'm getting a lot of crap from overseas. And then I'm getting advertisements for this crap from overseas. Because as soon as I bought the bidet, my um, my Facebook feed and mm-hmm. Instagram feed and even my marketplace feed is filled with um, 
this just cheap knockoffs of things. And again, I got conned into one of them mm-hmm. and bought and bought it anyway. So we're going to see what happens in six to 12 short months. I don't know when it will be. Well, um, I would like to see in six to 12 hours how much you and I, just from talking in front of open computers, will have of this stuff running through our feeds because it, that it doesn't is what matter. I am It's noticing. all mine is. All my feed is. I don't... Um, like I'm not even searching for stuff. I'll just mention it out loud and suddenly it's in my feeds. Yeah. I mean, I reported a lot of them when I can tell that they're counterfeit. Like, yeah. um, uh, like beta brand or beta. There's a very famous uh, set of leggings, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, of legging pant things. And this other company was using their exact video. And then instead of like the one that I did, at least they cropped out the the, the name. This right. one, they just blurred it right across the middle. <laughs> like we couldn't even tell. It's so, like watching videos on YouTube where you can very clearly see that somebody's watermark is covered up. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I've reported them. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to sell somebody else's stuff. And then I got, right. well, I mean, I don't know how much of it was scanned. I want the product. And I found it. It's just I found it from a company that was knocking off another company. So it's not like I knew about it at the time, but right. now I do. And now I feel bad. Well, <laughs> and also when you're trying to buy stuff, you're like, all right, is this a snuggy, slanket kind of situation? Or is this just a cheap knockoff? My mom ordered some kind of blanket that was some, I don't know, some artist that she really liked. And it was, you know, beautifully done and bright colors and all this. But what she got in return was like if someone had taken a blanket and run it through an inkjet printer on the like default, like the low setting, the mm-hmm. draft setting, like so you didn't get the full color. It was like that. Like it was printed onto the blanket. It was not a woven fat. Like yeah. you could just see it on one side versus the other. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, that's not okay. Yeah. And I came from China. So that's, uh, well, I mean like wish on is, uh, I, I, in fact, I told them to stop advertising on my thing because they'd be like, oh, you like nails? If you also like butt plugs, here you go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they don't go together, uh, but okay. <laughs> I'm like, you need Please. to start saving those ads and putting them up because that's hilarious. I know. I think that before, long before I realized how funny they were, they annoyed me. And so I started You're blocking like, ah! Well, because I've been like, I'm like, the weirdest shit would pop up on there. And I would be like, what the, you know, you're scrolling through Facebook and, and, you know, your husband looks over. Are you looking at butt plugs? It's like, well, actually, technically, I was looking at some nail kits and this is the next ad in the picture. Right. You're like, well, I mean, if you want to be technical, yeah, I am. Well, I guess I technically am because I'm scrolling right there. And I've got eyes and that's what it is. But, uh, Mm. yeah. Anyway, so. Fun stuff about shopping during quarantine. And really, honestly, all I need is a home goods to be open that I can right. shop at. I, I think that I think that they are, but I'm not going to. Do you see Pier the... 1 is going out of business? Yeah, that's sad. I like I that. I saw ours here is having a store closing thing. And I'm like, oh, like I'm not a huge Pier 1 shopper. But oh, that sounds like a sale. Like I really want to kind of go. But I'm also really cheap. So I don't. I'll say the only thing that we have really splurged on during this, aside from lettuce and ice cream and weird cans of spray cheese when we can find them, is uh, the Nintendo Switch. So about the time coronavirus hit, around the spring breakish time, I guess is when they released this newest version of Animal Crossing on for the Switch. And it's only available for Switch. None of the other Nintendo products, none of the other platforms have it. 
And so I kept seeing stuff and I, Bri-Fi was playing it and I was seeing screenshots. I was like, that looks really cute. Like it looks a lot like the the My Sims game that I used to play on Wii years ago. And I really like these kind of games because they are they are not uh, competitive games and they don't give me anxiety. Like a lot of, you know, games like fighting games and things like that would just kind of like give you stress and anxiety. So I was like, well, this looks like a nice, peaceful thing. Also, this was right about the time that my father-in-law went into hospice and we had this feeling that we were going to have to be, you know, going up there and staying and doing things and they live in the middle of nowhere. So we kind of needed something for entertainment. So we started looking into trying to buy a switch. Problem was the switches were all sold out or every time they would pop up at a target or something like that before you could even leave the house gone, they're already gone. So we looked for several weeks, probably close to a month, trying to find things. And and Paul's like, I think I could get one off eBay. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to pay more than retail for this device. That's stupid. We can wait. It's not It's not that important. We, we can wait. So we had this succession. Okay, we're going to wait. No problem. We're at my in-law's house. And I've gone to sleep. This was the understanding when I went to sleep. However, when I woke up, Apparently, I was the only one who still had that understanding because because he had gone online sometime between when I went to sleep and when I woke up and uh, ordered a switch from eBay. And I'm like, okay, so how much extra did you spend for it? And let's just say there's a lot of lettuce and ice cream that we could have spent, uh, bought on what he spent overage on the switch. But I will say that... Even though I, I'm not a fan of paying anything more, and the fact that all of these people are marking all this bullshit up on Amazon and everyone else is ludicrous. Like, if you want to buy that spray cheese I'm talking about, it's 50 bucks on Amazon to buy like four or six of them. It was like six for 50 bucks. I was like, um, what? Spray cheese? No. But yeah, so I will say that we, I, I have used the shit out of this switch. I love Animal Crossing. It is a little bit of an obsession. Uh, my reading stats have gone way down. <laughs> the, most people, that's probably not a good thing. I've already read 127. I'm, I'm okay to take a little break. So uh, between that and working on my book, I, my reading has gone way down. But I'm loving it. Um, our friend of the show, Ophelia, has been playing it with me. So much fun, interactive. I'm like, hey, come over to my island and run around. Hey, I'll go to your island and run around. Let's do this. It's great. It's been a lot of fun. So I will say that that has been our one big splurge. Well, luckily it worked out and it wasn't one. Yes. You know, well, thank God it was real because I would have been pissed if it had been friggin' fake or a knockoff or a Nintendo Swatch. Like, here's your Swatch. Like, listen, I wanted a Swatch in 1984 on my wall, but I didn't get one. So now I just need the Switch. So, yeah, I'm. I would be concerned until the second I got it, you know. Mm-hmm. I was. So, yeah, it took a yeah. it took a couple days longer than it was supposed to to get here cuz mail is slow. So I, the whole time I'm like it's going to be crap. It's going to be, you know, you just like mm-hmm. get that whole pessimistic thing. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. It got here and it was real and it, it's been lovely and, you know, like I said, well, at least you- it's wonderful. We can take it with us when we go up there. So because I I I don't sleep much at night. <laughs> I sleep way late at night and into the morning. That's just how it works. So Paul and his mom both go to bed 
fairly early for adult humans. So I'm like, I'm just sitting up here like, la, 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 la. So now I have something to play, which is nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I like good stories. I haven't had any like great, um, purchases during quarantine except for my hummingbird mm-hmm. feeder because mm-hmm. i look at the hummingbirds all day long mm-hmm. um so that's that's nice they they've been they're still here and i know they're gone from houston now but they're still here i don't know i've never seen a hummingbird in houston in my life oh man you need to go hang out at uh kitty's house and her pool there's hummingbirds all the time she probably yeah she- I mean, that's not true i guess when we were kids the house i grew up in my mom was big into working in the yard. So we had a lot of different flowers and that would bring them. We, I don't think we ever had a feeder. I'd seen them on vacation and stuff. So I may have seen them from time to time, but certainly in not in the last 25 years. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you know, that hummingbird feeder was a two pack. One of them completely leaked all over. Of course. Uh, so like that weird just, red sugar water. Well, you don't have to actually make it red. I read online. They're like, yeah, it doesn't need to be red. It's just it that red 40 that's going to kill them yeah. all. Yeah. And uh, so I just. That's switched. where the mortar, mortar hornets come from. They drink that uh, that red sugar water from the hummingbird feeders. <laughs> well, so far, so good. No murder hornets. Um, but, you know, what? Whatever. No, August is flying chupacabras, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. But I did. I bought a chair, an accent chair. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, oh. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's probably been my best purchase so far was my accent chair. I my need husband, one of those for my closet. Like I need yeah. a, a quiet space to just. Yeah. My husband asked me what accent and I'm like, Scandinavian? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a pop, Craig. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, so yes, I mean, have I been overdoing it? Most likely. Yeah. But, um, but and then have I been cutting corners? Yes. Has it been costing more money in the long run? Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, it tends to. I don't know. So shopping online is a little different now. Mm-hmm. Shopping is going to be different from here on out. But um, maybe I'll get a more critical eye. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. My sister uh, got a cat a couple months ago for my niece. This is supposedly an emotional support cat. She's kind of an asshole, but I like her. She's a cool cat. And uh, she was like, oh, I need to get her like a bed or, you know, whatever. And of course, you know, she has a newish house, so she wants everything to be pretty and color coordinated. So she goes on and starts buying this cat tree and all this other shit. And I was like, you know, I was thinking back to like my early days in my 20s, like, you know, late teens and 20s when I was trying to set up my own apartment for the first time as a grown up. And he used to do a lot of shopping through the ABC distributing catalog. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember this or yeah. not. But oh, then they got a, like a website and his stuff was amazing. So I was like, I'm just going to look and see if this is still a thing because I'm curious. Because I will say a couple of the things that I bought, most everything you buy from ABC was trash. However, I got a couple of furniture pieces from them that I still have to this day. Like I've got a little like end table that I bought that's literally you just like screwed it together. It was like, yeah, I still have it. It's in my dad's room. Like, Are you sure you're things. not thinking of Lakeside Collection? Because ABC mm-hmm. Distributing was like party stuff. So they no, sold no, no, things no. in a That was the other one. No, that was. Oh, that's uh, Oriental Trading. Yeah, that was Oriental Trading. ABC yeah, was, a- was like ABC household and, stuff. A- yeah, ABC and Lakeside were like the same company. I think or- it's called Lakeside now. I don't think it's ABC. But if you type it in, it still takes you there. But like oh, that, you know, what? you know, the little table, 
Yeah, you know the little table I've got in my entryway? I've had mm-hmm. it in every entryway since forever. I bought that from ABC in like 1997. So I still have stuff I bought from ABC. Mm-hmm. Like they had books and they had brand name stuff. Well, I that, went looking uh, through it while my sister was searching for cat trees. And uh, I'm going to say there's still some stuff on there that I'm like, huh. Maybe. Did, did you just tell to... me of another place I need to go shop? Because you I know. know. Yeah, I'm about uh, to do it myself. We used to, as a group for our at work, we would pass the catalog around mm-hmm. and then we'd split up the shipping. Yep. So my friend and I used to do that. We shared an office when we worked together at the hospital. And so we would just literally be shooting things back and forth and just put it in Walnut, one order. Yeah, I, I furnished like my entire second apartment with ABC stuff. And now I may have to go look at it again. So. Because I was still left out that I haven't done any weird like quarantine shopping. So maybe I need to. Maybe we need to revisit this topic in like October. Well, we're going to have uh, to because that's when my stupid knockoff thing is coming in. And I'm not (laughs) even going to tell you what it is because you'll call me the stupidest human being on earth for ordering it uh, from a uh, shady site. Um, Well, I think what we should do is order more shady shit and see what happens. But I think we also need to do this year a uh, coronavirus gift giving holiday guide. Uh, what can you send your loved ones uh, to, uh, you know? Well, I'll tell you, I, I have uh, the bidet. I have a bidet that I do not recommend because the, sh- the company is crap, but the bidet may be fine, but I'm afraid to install it. Well, now you can just gift it as a, we give it away on the show. <laughs> well, I probably, I did open it. I mean, it I haven't matter. installed it, but I opened it to make sure there was really a bidet <laughs> Well, I'm just so excited because the the stuff that came from our store, I'm I'm looking forward to giving away to our book club members. So I know I, you saw you sent me pictures, and I was mm-hmm. very very happy with. They're them. so cute. I'm like, oh yeah, we're doing this, we're doing it. So, do you have a um a recommendation oh. for us, or you have a a quote? I have a rec- a recommendation. You have a quote. All right. What do you want to do first? Well, the, I'll do the recommendation first. Um, okay. I've been like getting into some TV again, and I keep watching like random things over and over. But what I ran into the other day that I've really enjoyed watching is on, I think it was on Hulu. I'm almost 100% sure it was Hulu. And it is Richard Iode, who is from, he plays Moss on the IT crowd, if you've ever seen that show. And it's a travel show that he's doing where he brings other like television comedians to a city for 48 hours and they just spend ridiculous amounts of money or not just visiting these cities and going on the running bike tours and eating weird shit and whatever. So highly recommend. Very fun. There was a couple of episodes that Chris O'Dowd, also from the IT crowd, was on. So I recommend. Very fun. It's called Travel Man on Hulu, but he's calling it something else. So they must have had a change of title when it transferred to streaming. I'm not sure. So hmm. interesting. Anyway. All right. It's I'll fun. check that out. Yeah, it was probably something on the BBC, and then they bought it. Yeah, yeah. It, it did inspire me to rewatch the IT crowd, which I did in two days, and it's still awesome. I oh. was laughing out loud so bad. So, Oh, good. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to read you the internet quote of the day. And I would like to remind the listeners that last week... This would have been a perfect internet quote of the day, but I could not find it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the the Mace Windu one? uh, Yes, it's a Mace Windu one. And um, so I couldn't find it, so we couldn't use it. But guess what? I found it. So it's going to be today's internet quote of the day. So like all best tweets, it's not the tweet. It's the response to said tweet uh, that is the best part. So Samuel L. Jackson 
did a, had a beautiful tweet. He said, maybe if we underpaid these modern mumble rappers and overpaid teachers, there'd be smarter people in the future and less shitty music. So, very good quote mm-hmm. from Samuel L. Jackson. One of the replies was, and it got blurred out because um, it was a screenshot, and I'm assuming that they did not have permission to <laughs> post it. Right. But it said, maybe if you'd granted Anakin the rank of Jedi Master, he would have gone, all, he wouldn't have gone all Sith and wrecked the whole universe with Emperor Palpatine, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Miss Windu, you're an asshole. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. It, it cracked me up. Anyway, so that would have been perfect last week. This week, yeah, okay. No, I still like it. It's great. It's out of context. That's the point. Out of context. Yeah, yeah sometimes they're in context. Yeah, you know, sometimes. We, we, uh, we uh, what's the word? We mix it up. Mm-hmm. We like to be sporadic and unintentional in our planning of things. Or not. (laughs) The lack of planning. That's cool. Our lack of planning of things. Okay. That's okay. All right. Well, I guess that we will see you guys uh, coming up. Yep. We'll see you next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Because I'm fucking fancy.